Today is March the 3rd. Did Jesus ever say he was God? Let's find out together as we read the story of three miracles that Jesus did. Today, as we work through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 43, Luke chapter 8, 40 to 56, and John chapter 5. We see here in these passages three miracles. The first two miracles occur kind of jumbled together. We catch those in Mark and Luke. In these passages, uh, the ruler of a synagogue, basically this is a Jewish pastor. This is a man who uh, maintained the synagogue, who organized activities at the synagogue, and was responsible for the people under his care. It was a pastor of a Jewish church. His daughter was ill. He went to Jesus and said, my daughter is ill. Please come. Jesus began to go. On his way there, a woman who didn't know Jesus, she is unnamed, so uh, that accentuates the fact that she really doesn't know Jesus personally, but she's heard about him. She knows of his power. She knows of his ability to do miracles. So she sneaks up behind him. She's had an issue of blood. She has said some sort of internal hemorrhage. Frankly, it feels to me like she has a bleeding ulcer. She has tried to have that fixed throughout the years. The doctors could do nothing for her. She'd spend all her money. Uh, she snuck up behind Jesus and touched the hem of what was probably his prayer shawl. Immediately, she was healed. She could feel the difference inside. As a person with a bleeding ulcer would be able to feel, the pain would immediately go away. Jesus stopped and said, Who touched me? The woman came forward and Jesus said, Your faith has made you whole. Now, they keep going the rest of the way. They get to Jairus' house. Um, some of the people of his household come out and say, uh, it's too late, she's died. Jesus said, uh, she's not dead, she's only sleeping. They laughed at him. But Jesus said to Jairus, don't fear, just believe. Then Jesus goes in and raises the young girl from the dead. In the third miracle, Jesus uh, sees a man who is lame. He is laying by a particular pool, the pool of Bethesda. There was a legend that when uh, the water would be disturbed, it would bubble up from time to time. And uh, the legend was that an angel would come down and disturb the water. First one in is healed of whatever sickness he has. The lame man is laying there, but he has no one to sit with him 24-7, waiting for the water to bubble. Uh, 
So by the time the water bubbles, he tries to dive in, but he's never first. He's second or fifth or 20th. Jesus said, would you like to get well? What a strange question. The man said, of course I would, but I don't have anyone to throw me in the pool. Jesus says, you don't need the pool. Grabbed him by the hand and said, uh, get up, walk. Now the point of these three miracles, the point that the biblical authors, I believe, are trying to make is the response of people to these healings. First of all, in Mark chapter 5, um, in verse 29, uh, the woman, after she had been healed, uh, Jesus stops and says, who touched me? She comes forward frightened, verse 33, the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what he had done. And he said to her daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. There's a wonderful response to Jesus's miracle. Faith and wholeness. He goes on to Jairus' house. He tells Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe. And when he raises the girl from the dead, in verse 42, they were overwhelmed and totally amazed. This is a slightly more neutral response. The neutrality is that they were amazed. It doesn't mention that they had faith. It doesn't mention that they followed. And in John chapter 5, we get a different response. The lame man uh, is healed. Jesus tells him, pick up your mat and go home. He does. The Pharisees see him and say, it is unlawful for you to carry your mat on the Sabbath. We're going to pick it up in chapter 5, verse 11. He replied, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. The Pharisees demanded, who would say such a thing? The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. And afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, you're well, stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. The Jewish leaders questioned the man. When he said, I don't know, in the minds of the Jewish leaders, the issue was over. When the man found out it was Jesus, he sought out the Jewish leaders to rat Jesus out. This is not the action of a man of faith. This is not the action of a man following Jesus. This is the action of a man who fears the power of the Jewish leaders. And so he goes to them to essentially betray Jesus. And as a result, verse 16, the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. 
Now, we started the whole devotional this morning with a question. Did Jesus ever claim that he was God? Look at what John says. Verse 17, John 5, 17. Jesus replied, My Father is always working, and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him. For he not only broke the Sabbath, he called God his own personal father, thereby making himself equal with God. For the rest of chapter 5, Jesus explains the testimony about what he has said. The testimony from the Father, the testimony from the miracles that he's done, witnesses that would bear testimony to the fact that Jesus is God's own personal son. Not like Israel, but God's personal son. No one else had ever made that claim before. Israel as a nation was God's son. But here Jesus says, he is my personal father. Did Jesus ever claim that he was God? Yes, he did. And the Jews understood that he did. And because of that, they began to look for opportunities to have him put to death for what he was saying. That was the charge that they brought against Jesus to uh, Pilate, that he claims to be God. He claims to be the king of the Jews. He claims to usurp Caesar's authority. Caesar, who also would claim to be God after his death. Well, Jesus claimed to be God right now. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, just who was Jesus? Jesus.